here we are back again. It's it's April. It is April, and it's the first week of April, and we're recording. It is. Um, we're doing. We're trying something new this month. We're gonna we're gonna drop some bonus episodes. For we are. We're we're doing something new. We're gonna do some micro pods. Trademark. Trademark in that. <laughs> Sending that right over to the bad and trademark yeah, office right do, now. Do a lot of work. Um, <laughs> but give, you know, giving everybody the opportunity to get you know real time information during the week it happens um, through the podcast. So we are blessed to have on our as our first guest uh, this month, um, Joe Mendez, CCM CCE, who's the general manager of Riverton Country Club in Cinnamonson, New Jersey. It's just so much fun to say Cinnamon. Then I just love that. Um, <laughs> So he's our first guest, and we are so glad to have him with us this month. He is also the chairman of the Advocacy Committee, mm-hmm. uh, and so we're we're grateful to have him with us today. Absolutely. Thanks so much. Awesome. Well, Joe, thank you so much for joining us for our mar- our first micropod of April. Um, we are excited to have you here as the chairman of the Advocacy Committee, and as well, um, certainly you know, someone who's experiencing what's going on today. And so uh, we just wanted to kind of talk through what this legislation looks like and and um, kind of queue it up that way. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'd just like to state for the record, Melissa made up the name Micropod. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to trademark that. <laughs> So we're trying something better than new. Tide Pods. <laughs> True. No. True. No one will be trying to eat this. Absolutely not. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we can get started. Um, why don't do you guys both want to talk a little bit about like what the CARES Act is? And Melissa, you're sort of our expert on legislative issues. Do you want to give a quick rundown of what the CARES Act is and sort of what the provisions included within it are um, overall? And then we can kind of dive into how those affect clubs. Sure, absolutely. So the the CARES Act um, was signed into law at the end of March on the 27th. And uh, the the big question I get is what um, what are clubs excluded from that? And then obviously that the most substantial part of that stimulus package is called the payroll protection loans, uh, basically which would allow the small business administration to give loans to up to $10 million that would enable um, folks to help maintain their operations through payroll, mortgage, rent, utilities, and certain debt payments. Unfortunately, the way the legislation is written, um, it is only able to be taken um, advantage of by for-profit entities and nonprofits limited only to 501c3s and 19s. And unfortunately, clubs do not fall in those two categories. Um, and so in the initial legislation, clubs were eliminated from eligibility for that specific portion of the bill. Further, on April 2nd, the small business administration came out with further guidance, which is basically, by law, the SBA has to write guidance on how the legislation will be implemented as a regulation. In that final rule, um, the question was asked, what businesses are ineligible? 
And that led to a portion of small business administration law that already existed that eliminates private clubs and any business which limits the number of memberships for reasons other than capacity. And so that called into question whether clubs who qualify as taxable entities um, under Section 277 would be eligible for the legislation or, and to take advantage specifically of those payroll protection loans. And our, the answer to that question is, if you're in that situation, we highly encourage you as you're going through the application process to involve your attorney and your tax advisor uh, because there are specific um, things that have to be met in order to meet those. The other portion of that bill included the economic injury disaster loans, and that um, includes um, basically a $10,000 grant that businesses could use um, who are experiencing a temporary loss of revenue. That is not, um, at this point, clubs have not been ruled out of it. Um, there has been no further regulation guidance published um, regarding that. So again, work with your tax and legal advisor if you're interested in applying for that. Now, there are two elements of the bill um, that clubs can utilize without question, for-profit, non-profit, all of the above. As employers, clubs can use what's known as the employee retention tax credit, mm -hmm. which is a refundable payroll tax for 50% of the wages paid by clubs to its employees during the crisis. So um, in order to be able to use that, the club has to have been impacted with a full, full or partial suspension of operations, which at this point across this country, pretty much every club that I've talked to has been impacted by a local state or federal or local or state order. So, um, and that credit is based specifically on what is paid to the employee. Um, the clubs can also take advantage of what is called the payroll tax credit, which is more aptly known as a payroll tax deferral. And that would allow clubs to defer payment of the employer's share of the Social Security tax they would otherwise be responsible for paying um, th through um, that 6.2% Social Security tax through half through 2021, the end of the year, and half through December 31st of 2022. So it's really a deferral. It's not a credit, uh, but it would allow you to push off that payment um, for that. The other thing I always just want to mention too is that the CARES Act does include benefits that could benefit our individual members. Mm -hmm. um, there is an unemployment benefits enhancement and extension, which provides an additional $600 per week to each eligible recipient of unemployment assistance through July 31st. And it also provides an additional 13 weeks, a total of 39 weeks of benefits possible for individuals through December 31 of this year. So um, we know, you know, a lot of our members uh, may be facing that and, and that's, a, that's a good part to have. Mm -hmm. The other thing I want to point out is just that there is a restriction in the bill, which is double dipping. Mm -hmm. So the CARES Act really prohibits employers from using both the SBA loan programs and the tax credit and de deferral programs. So there is literally a restriction to, that prevents you from double dipping on those, um, those acts within that. Though it sounds like our clubs won't be able to double dip even if they wanted to try. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it sounds like 
based on what you're saying, Melissa, that sort of on all ends of the spectrum here, our members are sort of put in a rock in a hard place. Um, we have folks like Joe who want to take advantage of things like the SBA loans, but can't based on the guidances issued. Um, but then we also have some members who are being laid off of their jobs and may be able to take advantage of some of some of these unemployment um, opportunities. But I mean, who wants to have to do that either? I mean, it's a crappy situation all around. Um, Joe, do you want to talk to us a little bit about how some of these um, decisions have impacted you and your club? Yes, yeah, certainly, uh, Kyle. Thank you. So. For us, we were, um, you know, we had uh, received some guidance early from some folks that the potential for the uh, payroll forgiveness loans were going to be included in, and began to put a plan in place together to hopefully retain all of our staff mm-hmm. in the hopes of taking advantage of it. Um, and then, uh, so when the ruling came out, it, it obviously shifted course and, and mandated a, another board call and, and an unfortunate decision to have to furlough a, a number of our employees. Um, just because the club at that point couldn't afford for potentially two to three months, which is what this may wind up being by the time it's done, uh, pay the entire uh, staff at the club through all that time with a, a drop in revenue of about 70%. So um, so that decision to exclude clubs from the payroll forgiveness program had a significant impact on us as a business, um, on our staff, on our employee culture. Um, so it was uh, something that we certainly were not very – happy that was an end result um and uh you know hopefully uh this presents an opportunity to us to the industry to uh put ourselves more forward uh in the future and and uh get this story out there as many ways as we can and try to prevent these things from happening should something else in the future happen and and uh, allow clubs not to be excluded uh moving forward so that's how it impacted us uh we are taking advantage of the uh, the 50% tax credit. So uh, our payroll company is set up for it. It was awesome. a fairly simple process for us to to work with them and kind of flip a switch and mm-hmm. and have that calculation begin, uh, which was great. So we were we were very happy about that. Um, we are also going to do the payroll tax deference just for cash flow. Uh, we may wind up paying it early. Uh, if we have the cash, but we, we kind of got into a mode of let's defer everything we can sure. uh, just in case mm-hmm. so that we can manage cash flow. So our lending institution gave us, a, a, you know, reached out to us and offered a 90-day deferment on debt service payments so, uh, with no penalty. So we took advantage of that as well, um, just really trying to protect cash and uh, allow us to have the money to keep as many employees still working as we possibly could. Absolutely. Um, one of the things I was really most impressed um, by with you, Joe, was um, sort of the vulnerability you've shown in your leadership on this issue. I know you've been pretty vocal um, about your displeasure with the uh, the <laughs> SBA loan situation, um, but I've been reading a lot of what you've been sharing across LinkedIn and other social media, um, and the post I think that really affected me the most was when you talked about having to make those difficult phone calls when you called your staff and told them that you were going to have to, you know, send them home for a while. And um, do you want to talk a little bit about what that process was like and maybe some advice you might have for other managers who may be in the same position now or in the near future? Sure. Um, I I don't know if I have advice because I can't promise that I did it the best way uh, possible, but I certainly did it the way I knew. Um, And, and, you know, I'm very, uh, 
you know, I'm a wear your heart on your sleeve kind of guy. So uh, that's how I've always been and how I always will be. And, and that's how it was on the phone with, with people who mean a lot to the organization um, that uh, we, we believe in and um, did everything we could to keep them working, but just couldn't, uh, couldn't afford to do it for everybody. So, you know, there were people I cried with. There were literally two of us crying on the phone together talking about it. There were people we laughed. Um, there were people who were very matter of fact and said, you, you know, as a server who makes a lot of tips and if you keep me, you're paying me minimum wage, mm-hmm. I'm better off on unemployment. So thank you. Um, so I had those conversations, you know, you learn a little bit about, you know, what people think and how they think and, and what's best for them. Um, and so, uh, you know, I learned a lot. Um, I think my staff as, as a person who's fairly new at the club learned about me at the same time. And, uh, you know, I've continued to keep in touch and, and make phone calls to staff to check up on them mm-hmm. um, and just let them know, hey, you know, we're still thinking about you. We're still here. I have a number of I have a, I have a server who was actually just on maternity leave with her eighth child. Um, and uh, her husband is a truck driver, so he's still working. Oh. So she's home with a newborn. And then she's homeschooling uh, four children between the uh, first grade and fifth grade all at the same time. So we sent a gigantic package of food and toiletries and, you know, you name it. Like, so my, one of my furloughed managers reached out to us and said, can we do something for her? And she actually came to the club, even though she's not being paid and picked up a gigantic six or seven boxes of things and delivered them to our house for her. So, you know, that's the way we've tried to keep in touch and let the, uh, the people know that we care. And, uh, you know, again, I don't know if I have the best advice for everyone other than just be, be who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, be honest and be real and let people feel whatever they're feeling when you have a conversation with them on the telephone. I think that sums it up perfectly. I mean, this great. is a, yeah, this is a really tough time for, for everyone. And we're all dealing with this sort of weird collective trauma and everybody processes things differently, but I think you hit the nail on the head. I mean, just be, be yourself, be who you are and, and try to find some empathy and compassion when you're talking to people and have those difficult conversations, but be as patient and understanding as possible. Um, you know, it's not going to be easy, but unfortunately in many cases it's going to be necessary, uh, in the coming weeks. Um, for a lot of people. Um, so Joe, I just wanted to thank you again for your leadership on that. I thought that was really impressive. And, um, I, for one, appreciated your candor and sharing of that. So thank you. And I'm sure other people will appreciate it too. Um, thank you. Yeah, you bet. Melissa, do you have anything else on this that you wanted to cover or make sure that we, um, touch on? Just to share, um, and, and thank you so much to Joe for sharing, just to share that our, you know, we have activated our, our grassroots on this issue, um, and we hope that all of our listeners have taken advantage of the opportunity uh, to make sure that Congress knows their feelings on this issue and, and the treatment of clubs. Um, you know, club employees shouldn't be penalized because they work at clubs, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, folks like Joe are doing everything they can to take care of their employees Um, And we need to have Congress, you know, back us on this issue. So if you visit CMA's website, cma.org, you'll find a link directly at the top of our inside news section that'll take you to our action alert. Um, To date, we have 7,300 letters um, that have gone to the Hill. um, And we have had so many members reach out who have individual connections to members of Congress 
um, and legislative delegations. And I really appreciate that and who've, who've taken the time to, to activate on those and make calls. Um, and this is really a grassroots uh, effort. So thank you so much to everybody who has been part of that. I have been in awe of our members and their willingness to step up, especially in such a chaotic time for everyone individually at their clubs, in their chapters, and and so just doing so much. And and I definitely um, herald folks like Joe who really just, you know, put it all out there and, and, and given, you know, 150% right now. So as a staff member, I think it makes us want to work even harder for our members to see what they're doing. So. 100%. 100 percent i and, think and it's yeah go ahead joe <laughs> yeah if i could just hop in so just to just to let you know so i uh and and melissa can tell you i've probably i i don't know if i've been the, the most bugging person but i've sent her and, <laughs> not uh, at all text and text messages and emails and uh you name it like, can you can you answer me this can you answer me that um but one of my questions was can i send uh, those letters from both my work address and my home address, which I did. Um, and I can tell you that I've since engaged with representatives from both areas um, and continue back and forth with them on dialogue over the concerns that I have. So awesome. there are some of those representatives who will, will, will respond. Not all of them did, uh-huh. um, but a number of them have. And uh, I've gone back and forth with a staff member, at least, um, that, that is uh, in their office focused on this stuff. So just wanted to let you know that, you know, please send the letters and when they reach out, follow up as well. Absolutely. I mean, I think that makes a great point. Um, there are people working still, they might not be in Washington right now, but they are working hard. And, um, I know in these times it kind of feels like sometimes our politicians and Congress doesn't really care about people, but they do and they're there to listen. So if you can do what Joe did and reach out to, you know, folks in multiple districts, if you live in one and your club is in another, do it. Um, you know, and if you get in touch with somebody in the office, keep that dialogue open and, and keep talking to them and share why it, why it's so important that, um, you know, the decisions here are rethought because as Melissa said, our, you know, club employees shouldn't be punished for working at a club. Um, at the end of the day, they're people who work hard and need to make money just like anybody else. So I think it's, it's so important that we keep up with this. And if you've already, you know, sent your letter, there's a switchboard. You can call the Capitol. <laughs> Absolutely. Do that. Make as many touch points as possible. Um, you know, it's, it's a time like this where, you know, th- things that are important really come to, come to the surface, and this is one of those things. So um, get on your phones. Get on the website. Make as many contacts as you can. Um, it, it does matter. It does help. Um, and it shows that we are united as an association as and as an industry, for sure. So um, I think that covers everything um, for us today. Joe, I wanted to say thank you one more time. Thank you for joining us. Um, thank you for speaking out and hang in there. I know it's tough, um, but we're here for you. And, um, you know, we'll keep working hard to make sure that we can provide you all with the resources that you need. Thanks, and thanks for having me.